Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Family Christmas display in Arlington is in its final year. I'm Sandy Kozell. In other news. Why Anne Arundel County is looking at its wastewater to get an idea of how much COVID is spreading. I'm Stetson Miller. There was a time when Elon Musk was called a genius. Then he bought Twitter. We'll talk to CNET at 710. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Peter King in Orlando. They say be careful what you wish for, and if you wished for a white Christmas along the Great Lakes, you've gotten it, and then some. For example, nearly three feet of snow in Buffalo. I'm Bruce Marcus in northern Wisconsin, which is seeing several inches of snow. It makes shoveling difficult. Yeah, I'm not too crazy about the snow. Forced exercise. And driving is also tough. I have an all-wheel drive car now, and I drive very slowly, and if I see somebody coming up who doesn't understand the rules of the road, I get out of their way. And what Bruce didn't tell you is that the feels-like temperature where he is in Eagle River, Wisconsin, is minus 14. It's warmer, 27 degrees in El Paso, but too cold to be sleeping outside. That's what many migrants have been doing. Daniel Morgan says he's not getting into the politics of immigration. He's just trying to help. It's a really complex issue that I'm no expert at, but it's just people that are in need and people that it's easy to lend a helping hand to if you're just Christmas Day flight cancellations have dropped well below the numbers we've seen in the past few days, but that's no consolation for those left stranded and frustrated. Mary George was trying to fly out of San Francisco. The lines were so long, went through security, got to our gate, happened to look up and said our flight was canceled. There was no text, no emails, no nothing. FlightAware reports more than 1,300 cancellations today. Retailers are counting the receipts from the season. At a CBS, as Steve Futterman tells us, they may be disappointed with the bottom line. The holiday shopping season began with great expectations, but in November, consumer spending rose only one-tenth of a percent. In one survey, Americans said they are buying nine gifts this season, down from 16 a year ago. Arizona's GOP gubernatorial candidate has lost her bid to overturn the election she lost in November. Here's KTVKTV's Amy Cutler. Maricopa County Judge Peter Thompson notes the court cannot accept speculation or conjecture and that the plaintiff, Republican Carrie Lake, failed to provide clear and convincing evidence. Lake's team had to prove a county employee interfered with the printers in a way that caused her to lose votes and or that ballots were added to the county's total unlawfully. There's no chimney aboard the International Space Station. The astronauts celebrating Christmas have hung their stockings by the airlock with care, figuring that's where Santa would drop their gifts. Nicole Mann says she'll miss helping to make a big holiday feast at home. Because we're in space and we don't have gravity, heat doesn't rise. So you don't get smells like you do on Earth, but we're still going to have a pretty good feast. And a pretty good view. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 703 here on WTOP, Sunday morning, December 25th, 2022. It's 14 degrees in Roslyn. Good to have you here. Good morning and Merry Christmas. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. We mentioned that 14-degree temperature. Christmas Day is here. The cold is staying with us. Let's get those specifics in this live update from Storm Team Force Chad Merrill. 
And, Dimitri, this is the coldest Christmas day since 2000 when the temperature dropped to 16 degrees at Reagan National and Reagan National dropped to 14 degrees here this morning. We don't have any cold weather alerts in effect. That is wind chill advisories or wind chill warnings. But do keep in mind the temperatures are well below average, so you want to bundle up in layers to keep warm. And also, if you're hosting families for this Christmas, make sure you limit the number of times they open and close the door because that will keep the heat inside the house. And also, when the dry Arctic air comes in, it, it does dry the air out significantly. So if you keep the door closed as much as possible today, you can conserve your heat and also keep your humidity a little bit higher. I'll have some news, though, for you, some good news. If you like the warmer temperatures, those are coming back next week. More in your forecast in just a couple minutes. Dimitri? All right, Chad. Now, Chad was discussing keeping the door closed. Don't let all the heat rush out of the house. That's one of several things you can do to conserve energy, and everybody is being asked to do that today. PJM Interconnection, the company that runs the electrical grid for the region, is asking that you cut back on your power usage at least through noon, so at least five more hours. It says the frigid weather is putting extra pressure on some of its power plants. This is a warning we don't hear very often. Things you can do to conserve energy beyond what Chad said. Keep the door closed. You can set your thermostats lower than usual and wait to use your stove, dishwasher, or dryer all at the same time. We know holiday dinners got to be cooked, but maybe some of the other big appliances could be off for the time being. And turning off non-essential lights and appliances. If people are all in one room opening their gifts anyway, maybe the rest of the lights can be turned off. Just some small ways to conserve. PJM coordinates the movement of electricity for 65 million customers across 13 states and D.C. It's a Christmas morning fire in northwest D.C. that leaves a dozen people and a dog all looking for a new place to spend the holiday. This was about 1.30 this morning with about 60 firefighters responding to flames at a row house on Jefferson Street Northwest. Everyone inside was able to escape safely, although one person did go to the hospital to be checked out. The fire caused minor damage to an attached home. The cause remains under investigation. The residents who lost their home are being sheltered at a church and getting help from the Red Cross. 706. They were distracted. That is what a disability rights group has to say about the death of a psychiatric patient at St. Elizabeth's. In a report released this past week, Disability Rights D.C. says the death of 65-year-old David Dowell happened because the staffers were distracted by their phones. Dowell was brutally attacked and killed in his room by another patient, 28-year-old Charles Lee, according to authorities. The report states that Lee was able to walk into Dowell's room unnoticed and says he choked and stabbed Dowell for more than half an hour. When staff finally arrived, Dowell was already dead. Lee is charged with first-degree murder in the case. Since the death, St. Elizabeth's has doubled the staff outside the unit with security checks every 30 minutes. Some unexpected holiday guests were dropped off outside the official residence of Vice President Kamala Harris last night. CNN is quoting a law enforcement source saying several buses arrived outside the U.S. Naval Observatory in 18-degree weather. Initially, two buses dropped off about 50 migrants. The source adds that no one from any organization or aid group on the ground was there to meet the buses, leaving them to shiver in blankets until they could get a hold of family members or someone else to pick them up. There's no word on who ordered the buses to drive the migrants to the vice president's residence, but WTOP is digging into this story. Not to panic now. If you need something still from the grocery store today, you should be in luck. It happens. You're in the middle of making that Christmas feast, and you realize you forgot something, or it just goes badly. I told you we put it in too early. Oh, it's just a little dry. It's fine. I told you. Don't worry. A few grocery stores are open today, including Select, Giant, and Safeway stores. We've got a link at WTOP.com to find a store hopefully near you. If you don't make it, remember... 
There's always pizza. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And if you're relying on public transit today, Metro is operating on a Sunday schedule. Metro access customers will be able to travel on the holiday subscription trips are canceled. However, there may be a problem with the Metro bus and rail information you see on your smartphone. Last night, because of the weather, the pipes in a data center building burst, threatening to damage network equipment. While that's being dealt with, Metro says online trip planning data may not be accurate on your phone or when you use websites listing real-time bus and rail information. The best advice is to give yourself a little extra time for travel on this Christmas. Coming up, there was a time when Elon Musk's genius was unquestioned. That time seems to have passed. We've got the story just ahead. It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, let's go to Rob Stallworth in the traffic center. Well, thank you, Dimitri. Looking pretty good, folks, on the Beltway. Really quiet on both loops as you make your way between Virginia and Maryland. No issues in Maryland on 270, I-95, or the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between the two Beltways. Suitland, Silver Hill, St. Barnabas Road, south of Silver Hill Road. That's where we had some fire department activity, we believe. That's actually clear. Also in Laurel, 197, between Old Laurel Bowie Road and Powder Mill Road, they're doing some work from the down tree and down wires. No issues being reported on Route 50 between the Capitol Beltway and the Eastern Shore. Going across the Bay Bridge, three lanes west and two lanes open in the eastbound direction. If you're in Virginia, pretty cool on 66 between Gainesville and Roslyn. Southbound I-395, that crash is clear to the right shoulder at Duke Street, exit 3A. All your travel lanes are open and available there. No problems on I-95 as you make your way out of the Springfield interchange headed toward Fredericksburg. Your travel lanes are reported to be open and available. And the easy pass lanes will remain in the southbound direction until the reserve reversal beginning at midnight, of course, tonight. So watch out for that. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force, Chad Merrill. It will be not as cold as Christmas Eve. Highs today in the lower 30s. We're down to the low 20s overnight. Monday, mostly sunny with highs in the mid-30s. Tuesday, cloudy early. A couple of flurries well to the south. Temperatures near 40 in the afternoon. And Wednesday and Thursday, get this. Upper 40s to low 50s. Next threat of precipitation will be in the form of rain, and that will come very late in the week, just in time for the start of the new year. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Well, right now at DuPont Circle, we're at 14 degrees. Germantown still just at 5 degrees. Annandale is at 8 degrees. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the we are brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. And Merry Christmas. Seven Eleven. Elon Musk is sometimes called a genius and is sometimes called some other unmentionable words here on the radio. The Washington Post is out with an article this holiday weekend titled, Twitter Brings Elon Musk's Genius Reputation Crashing Down to Earth. His intense focus on his new acquisition, Twitter, leaves one of his other big businesses, electric car company Tesla, crashing. One tech observer and venture capitalist tells the Post, historically he's been a pendulum between genius and reckless. He's on reckless right now. He's way over recklessness. 
At last report, Musk was looking for a new CEO for Twitter while he focuses on the software side. CNET editor-at-large Ian Scherr joined WTOP Sean and Hillary to talk about Elon's chaotic two months running Twitter. One of the things that Elon Musk has kind of become known for is how really he can decide to do all sorts of stuff all the time. He says one thing, does another. He tends to go against the grain. He does all sorts of weird stuff. And look, this has helped him become a popular businessman with a lot of people, right? A lot of people, especially who enjoy the idea of an underdog who is willing to shift and change a lot, particularly when they're running a company like Tesla. That makes sense. But the problem, of course, is that now he's running one of the most influential communication platforms in the world. And I don't know whether he's planning to run it tomorrow or not. Yeah, and are we to believe if Musk does relinquish the CEO title that he won't run the company from the shadows? After all, he does own the company. I was going to say, it's not very many shadows when you own the entire company. (laughs) I think that reality is that, indeed, the question comes after he decides whether or not he will truly step down. And let's say he'll follow what he said, and he will. Then the next question, of course, is, Who's he going to pick to replace him, right? Is it going to be another Elon Musk type who's a culture warrior? Is it going to be Mr. Rogers, but it's someone who gets so much pressure from Elon Musk that it turns toxic? Or is it someone who's going to be able to stand up to him, even though we've seen from his interactions with reporters and other employees at Twitter, he does not like dissent, right? He does not like it when people disagree with him. And he often shuts down debate rather quick. So I'm really curious to see what could happen next. You know, Ian. And what's happening with Elon Musk is part of a much broader issue, and that is we have these extraordinarily powerful social media companies that have information on all of us. And when there are beneficent dictators, right, we're okay. But what happens when they're not? Right. Well, and what we're increasingly learning is not just those questions, right, which are very key. But also we're finding out that within Silicon Valley and the tech industry, there is this kind of thread of odd extremism among a lot of the billionaires that exist in Silicon Valley, right? People who believe they say they want to be free speech absolutists is what Elon Musk calls himself. But uh, turn around, right? They'll support Kanye West while he was saying that he loves Adolf Hitler and why do people criticize Nazis? And at the same time, he'll ban accounts from journalists who ask him tough questions. And so I think part of the issue that we now have on top of all of this other stuff is that Silicon Valley in a lot of ways is having its mask ripped off, right? We're learning that there is a a little bit of extremism among the people who are the most powerful that may not be something that all of us agree with. CNET editor-at-large Ian Schur. Coming up on WTOP, the commanders are not out of the playoffs, but that was a letdown in the Bay Area. Now we're left wondering who the starting QB will be. Frank is next. Every success you've had began with a great opportunity. Now, there's another one. Last year, University of Maryland Global Campus awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Now's the perfect time to make your next career move. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Frank Hanrahan. Tough trip out west for the uh, Commanders as they lose at the San Francisco 49ers 37-20 in a game which Taylor Heineke threw for two touchdowns, but he had two bad turnovers. Coach Ron Rivera had seen enough. Benching Heineke, turning to Carson Wentz in the second half. Wentz led them on a touchdown drive, but it was too little too late. 37-20, Commanders fall at the 49ers. Commanders now 7-7-1. Other scores, Dallas gets by Philadelphia in a wild one, 40-34. Ravens clinch a playoff berth, beat the Falcons 17-9. Giants lose to the Vikings 27-24 at the gun. Seahawks fall to the Chiefs 24-10. Lions lose to the Panthers 37-23. All those teams are fighting for a playoff spot with the Washington Commanders. Bills beat the Bears 35-13. Cincinnati and Houston rounding out wins. Caps defenseman John Carlson has been released from the hospital, but he's going to be out indefinitely. Blood on the ice on Friday night as he took a slap shot to the face in that 4-1 win over the Winnipeg Jets. Again, Commanders lose at the San Francisco 49ers 37-20. Frank Hanrahan, WTLB Sports. 716, and this is the day that you've got to come through with those gifts. Unless you have really understanding friends and relatives. Regardless, holiday sales have been both up and down, if you can believe it. When it comes to the big ticket items... People definitely buying only for need and not buying for want is evidenced uh, by new car sales being down almost uh, 2 million cars uh, this year. But here's what's up, according to retail analyst Bert Flickinger with the Strategic Resource Group. Kohl's did really well, Macy's, Dillard's, uh, Belk did uh, really well, uh, TJX, especially Target... Uh, did particularly well uh, with storm supplies, uh, socks, sweaters, uh, extra clothes, gloves, scarves. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. More children who live in states where the minimum wage is at the federal level of seven twenty-five an hour live in poverty compared to children who live in states where the minimum wage is higher. Maryland Matters reports anti-poverty advocates point to this as a sign lawmakers need to raise the federal minimum wage. Those advocates say child poverty rates run more than 20% in states with the lower federal minimum wage. Mississippi has the highest child poverty rate in the U.S. It's at almost 30%. An Economic Policy Institute study estimated last year that if Congress passed a $15 per hour minimum wage increase in the next couple of years, up to 4 million people would be lifted out of poverty, more than a million of them kids. The top stories we're working on for you here on this Christmas Day. It is bitter cold on this holiday. The company that runs our power grid is urging you to conserve energy through at least 12 noon. A disability rights group in D.C. is blaming a distracted staff for not preventing a patient at St. Elizabeth's Hospital from beating another to death. That happened back in March. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes at 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And we're going to Rob Stallworth in the traffic center. Thanks, Dimitri. On the Outer Loop in Virginia near Gallows Road, stay alert along the right side of the broken down vehicle there in the Gore area. No help with it. It does have its flashes on, so please use caution traveling on the Outer Loop near Gallows Road. Southbound I-395 at Duke Street, exit 3A. Still with the uh, crash activity on the right shoulder, drawing a little bit of attention, but not too much to write home about right now. I-95 is in great shape as you leave the Springfield interchange headed toward Fredericksburg. Your express lanes are in the southbound direction. Maryland Beltway looking pretty good through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. No problems on 270. 
I-95 in the BW Parkway between the two beltways. In Laurel, still 197 closed between Old Laurel Bowie Road and Powder Mill Road for the down tree and the down wires there. No issues being reported on Route 50 between the Capitol Beltway and the Eastern Shore. You guys are in pretty good shape there going across the Bay Bridge with three lanes west and two lanes open in the eastbound direction. If you're traveling on 301 northbound and southbound between, at this point, a Waldorf and uh, La Plata, you guys are in great shape in the northbound and southbound direction. If you're headed toward uh, Costco, keep in mind it's closed today as a result of the Christmas holiday. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Right to Storm Team Force Chad Merrill for a Christmas Day forecast and beyond. What are you seeing, Chad? Well, Dimitri, there are some warmer temperatures in our forecast. We start today, of course, with the single digits and teens, as you see on your car thermometer or your house thermometer if you have an outdoor sensor. But by the afternoon, we'll be in the low 30s downtown. We'll be in the 20s in the suburbs. The winds will be light, so no wind chill advisories or warnings today. We'll be in the low 20s downtown tonight with teens in the suburbs. Tomorrow, we inch up even more into the mid-30s. We'll be cloudy early Tuesday. Then we'll clear out with temperatures around 40. And then Wednesday and Thursday, upper 40s to low 50s. We do have a moisture log system that looks to bring some rain in time for late New Year's Eve and New Year's Day as we get a pattern flip to warmer temperatures coming up after this cold spell exits later in the week. It is 12 at BWI Marshall, 9 at Dallas International, and 14 right now at Reagan National Airport. And we're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas from all of us here at WTOP. A new sign that COVID may be coming back. It never fully left, of course. We've got that ahead on WTOP. Stay with us at 721. This holiday season, Diamonds Direct gives you the gift of 0% interest financing for three years on any purchase. With high prices and high interest rates everywhere else, Diamonds Direct is here with the incredible shopping experience you need. Our guaranteed best value prices will save you money. And with 0% interest, you can spread your payments over three years with no finance charge, period. And for this holiday season, we're showcasing an expanded selection of affordable and timeless holiday gifts. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, colored gemstones... And if you're upgrading her diamond or getting engaged over the holidays, we have one of the largest diamond selections in America. All sizes and shapes, all cut for maximum brilliance, and all offered at our amazing direct importer, no middleman prices. Check out our holiday gift guide now at diamondsdirect.com. Buy now or come into the showroom. Let one of our experts guide you in finding the holiday gift that's at the top of their list. And enjoy three years zero interest financing on any holiday purchase. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Seven. 22. Todd is in love. Sarah, I've never felt this way before. But he's about to find out that sometimes when you chase after love... I'm moving to Paris. You've got to step on the gas. Because this isn't your classic holiday rom-com. It's a Nissan event ad. Wait, what? Featuring a powerful performance by Nissan Rogue. Oh, come on, come on. Todd? I'm coming with you. Get a low $199 per month lease on Altima. Get your heart racing at Nissan's Thrill of the Drive event. Availability is limited. Shop at your local Nissan store or at NissanUSA.com. Don't let true love or these offers slip away. 
For well-qualified customers subject to NMAC credit approval, take from new dealer stock. See dealer for financing details. 3049 initial payment for 18 months on 2023 Altima excludes tax title license and $650 acquisition fee. Disposition fee due at least end. Call 1-888-858-8319 for offer details. Ends 1-323. This is WTOP News. 7:23 on this Christmas day. DC's attorney general is taking the lead in a fight against Florida's so-called don't say gay law. Carl Racine is leading a pack of 18 AGs who have filed a federal brief saying the law is unconstitutional. They also contend that the Florida Act is causing, by example, significant harm to students, parents, and teachers in other states. The act was designed to protect children and preserve parental choice around the teaching of LGBTQ plus issues. It outlaws classroom instruction on those issues through the third grade. A group of students, parents, teachers, and groups is challenging the act in federal district court. They say it violates the Equal Protection Clause and the First Amendment. Anne Arundel County says wastewater testing is revealing rising COVID cases again. In Arundel County Deputy Health Officer of Public Health, Dr. Tony Gaden says testing at four wastewater treatment plants showed increases in COVID-19 activity over the last month. So what we saw this time is a sustained increase over multiple uh, collection points. The county can detect COVID in wastewater because people shed the virus in their feces. They say the testing is an accurate indicator of COVID transmission in the community. We use this as an early detection tool uh, to try to make sure that we're on top of things. With the rising COVID levels, the health department is urging people to mask up in public, test before gathering, and stay up to date on vaccination. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. A series of deadly crashes started the holiday season in Prince George's County. I should say it started this holiday weekend in Prince George's County. And as WTOP's Ralph Fox tells us, these three incidents are all under investigation. In a seven-hour stretch Thursday night to Friday morning, three separate accidents turned fatal, two involving pedestrians. Thursday night in Suitland, officers called to the 4700 block of Silver Hill Road, this just before midnight, where a sedan hit a pedestrian as they were traveling westbound on Silver Hill. The pedestrian was in the roadway and the driver stayed at the scene. Less than three hours later, a fatal one-car crash in Akakik just before 2 a.m. Friday. An adult female driving an SUV left the roadway, slammed into a utility pole, this on Indian Head Highway near Barry Road. The driver was pronounced dead at the scene. Also Friday morning in Langley Park, a van hit a pedestrian before crashing into a Metro bus just before 6 a.m. at 23rd Avenue and University Boulevard. That person pronounced dead at a nearby hospital. All three remain under investigation. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 with Andrew O'Day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The nation's younger workers in their 20s and 30s now make up more than half the U.S. workforce. But a growing number are asking, what are we working for? They're experiencing some pretty notable shifts in their attitudes toward work. Rob Falzon, vice chairman of Prudential Financial, tells Bloomberg that millennials hit at the start of their careers by the Great Recession and Gen Zers hit out of the gate by the pandemic are not fully buying into the American dream. They've been disenfranchised from what has otherwise been a social contract of, you know, work hard, go to a good school, get good grades, you'll get a good job, and you'll get financial security. They're like, you know, none of that's happening for us. Falzon says fewer than half of millennials and Gen Zers have any emergency savings, leading many to turn to the bank of mom and dad and many others to engage in risky financial behavior. Prior to what we've seen in the last several weeks, um, they owned more Bitcoin than they did mutual funds. Something Falzon hopes was just temporary. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Andrew O'Day on WTOP. Eight degrees on this Christmas morning at Fort Belvoir. Your full holiday forecast on the way. 
True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, 